On today's show, let's talk about the fun things about this Dallas Mavericks series. What's the most fun thing you're going to see with the Dallas Mavericks this year? We're going to talk about that with Luka's MVP season, Christian Wood off the bench, and more on today's Locked on Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked on Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. don't believe you shouldn't be here and welcome you are locked on to the dallas mavericks my name is nick engstead media member and nba channel manager for the locked on podcast network thanks for making locked on maps your first listen every day we are free and available on all platforms including youtube but the best way you can help us grow this show is to comment anything below let us know what's one fun thing about the Mavs you're looking forward to this year. Just one. Just one thing. Doesn't have to be the most fun thing or like the most obvious thing, but what's a fun thing you're looking forward to? Joining me today from Mavs.com and Studio 41, Isaac's, Isaac and Bobby Corrales co-hosts. I guess you're the host and they're the co-host. Katia Viaba, <laughs> what you got for me, Katia? What's going on? Man, that intro got me all excited in my field <laughs> for Wednesday night. Let's go. Let's go. It's a Monday night right now. We're recording this, and Wednesday comes the first Dallas Mavericks game, and I'm looking forward to it for sure. So we're going to get into 10 things. And you know if you listen to this podcast, anytime I give a number, it's usually not the number. We'll probably name another one. I'll forget <laughs> one. It'll be 9. It'll be 11. It'll be whatever it is. But 10 things that are most fun things about the Dallas Mavericks this season that we're looking forward to. And Katya, let's start with one of yours. Luca's MVP okay. season. And you put a question mark, Luca's MVP season. Are you think are you are you guaranteeing a Luca MVP season? Or is it something where you're like, he could win, so let's like look forward to it. But how are you feeling about Luca MVP season? So I feel like this season going into it, he looks really good, right? So from Eurobasket, like he looks super fit. He looks like he had fun out there and like he's ready to come in and do work. Um, he has been a favorite the past few years and I feel like every time he gets named a favorite it just slow starts or something like that happens uh I'm just hoping that you know he comes out strong and this could be the year I that, that's what I'm I'm putting my money on I was listening I gamble so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the fake money we'll, we'll put the fake money. The fake, yes yes we'll put your word on it right the uh, marble <laughs> the, th- the things that <laughs> I was listening to Zach Lowe and, and uh, Hollinger talk about awards and they were talking about everybody that has a chance. And they're saying that it seems like now there's a, the threshold for wins has been lowered. Cause it used to be you're Steph Curry or you're the, you know, Devin Booker last year, you would be the MVP. Cause it's like the best team in the league. The best player gets all the, the love and the narrative. And now with Westbrook winning his MVP, they were in like what fifth or sixth in the West. And then Jokic last year, they were sixth in the West. It seems like the threshold for wins has risen. And so now it seems like it's more opened up for Luca, And I think that, okay, every time I talk about narrative with MVP, I have to take a drink. <laughs> Luca's, Luca's narrative makes more sense this year and has a, be- a better narrative. I think his only real competition going into the season, I think, is probably Embiid and Giannis. Like, I think those are the only two. Do you see anybody else in the NBA, like, encroach on Luca's MVP territory this year? Uh, not that I, not, not off the top of my head. I mean, I think that NBA fatigue is a, or I'm sorry, MVP yes, fatigue right. is a real thing, right? So Jokic kind of two years in a row, 
I don't really know if he's kind of going to be in the running for it. Um, it used to be, like you said, it was the best player on the best team. But now we've kind of set the precedent of not it being even a top four team who wins. In their, the MVP, in their conference. So. Not even a top four yeah. in their conference. So, I mean, I think uh, I think the door is open and whoever wants to step on through, let's go. But I do see Embiid kind of coming into the season with the chip on his shoulder. Um, Giannis, he's just everyone's favorite. He just seems like such a good dude. And, like, everyone just wants to see him succeed. Uh, well, I say it'll be a European. So... <laughs> That's pretty easy. Well, it could be it could be Embiid too, which I guess and didn't Embiid just get his French citizenship? Like he just recently got Did he? he got some okay, kind of it, Embiid got some <laughs> kind of citizenship. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I was thinking Giannis or Luca would be my my top two picks going into the season. Yeah. Oh, he got his U.S. citizenship, and he also got his he got his French citizenship too. Yeah. So he could play for either national team. So I guess yeah. You, okay. So then yeah, we can say it'll be a it European, will, and even if Embiid wins it, we're right. A European <laughs> or maybe a naturalized European. Like it'll be, it'll be I like it'll it. Be one of them. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to seeing if Luca cares about the MVP. I think that's going to be in in your. I'm going to do a sub one in your Luca MVP season. Okay. To see if Luca cares because his whole career we've heard from him that. I don't care about awards. It doesn't matter. I just want to win. You know, it's fine. He'll just always say that. But I think if he's close, like if he's real close, then the last two months of the season are going to be insane. Watching him. Like 30, 10, and 10 incoming every night. Just go off and just like actually try for an MVP. And maybe that motivates him to stay in shape longer. Maybe that motivates him on defense. Maybe that motivates them to just like, win more which i don't know how could luca can luca be more motivated to win i don't know if that's a thing i don't think so i mean the man literally asked for two more minutes at a scrimmage because it was tied <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> can we talk about that okay so i didn't i don't think i even talked about this when, when we talked about fan jam so they had fan jam which is just like an inner squad scrimmage you know one team's white one team's blue and they just split them up however they split them up and they go out there and they play they tied by the end of it and yep Jason Kidd was like, all right, guys, what do you want to do? He comes in the middle of the two groups. And Luca comes up and is like, or Jason, who suggests, somebody suggested one minute. Like, I think Jason Kidd was like, let's play one more minute. Okay. I think it was him. And then Luca comes in and is like, no, two minutes. We're playing two, two more. more. He's like, yeah. I need two more minutes. Like, there's just a level of competition in him that you love to see. And it's what makes him a great player. And I'm I'm curious, 100%. I'm curious to see if he gets to that MVP. Like, the end of this season, he's up there for MVP. He's like one or two. And the way that we saw Jokic and Embiid and Giannis compete, like the way Giannis competed last year by the end of the season, you could tell he was like kind of gunning for it. And I'm excited to see that from Luca. Yeah, I'm really excited to see him coming into this season. Like I said, he looks super fit. He's ready to play. And just based off of like last Friday's game, he looked like he was having fun out there. And, you know, when Luca, it's it's two different versions. When Luca has fun and when Luca's angry, watch out. Which one would you rather have? Like, which one would you rather watch on any game? Since we're talking about most fun, like, what's the most fun version? I think having fun, Luca, is more fun to watch because he gets a little uh, inventive with his with his passes. Mm. So you get those like really cool assists. So I think I think fun, Luca, but angry, Luca, close <laughs> second because he just takes no prisoners. <laughs> a- angry, Luca, or some people cover your children's ears if they're in the car asshole luca like if some some people call him that <laughs> <Earmuffs>. <laughs> cover the ears of the young ones uh that version of luca 
is just like bodying guys in the paint, like just yeah. throwing at his shoulder. And honestly, that's the version of Luca that kind of complains the most, that goes to the refs the most. And I think that's that's the one area of Luca's game where you're like, I just want to, st- I just don't want to watch this guy anymore if he's just going to keep complaining to the refs. But if we're talking about most fun, so I think it, I think it is like fun. Luca is most fun. I don't know if that if that added any I will analysis. Say, Friday defense, Luca was showing up. He had some, he I'm had some, saying. he had some, he's learning the Dirk swipe down. Like that famous, when somebody <laughs> yeah. would drive into the lane and Dirk would just swipe down on somebody's pass. Like he can't, he could, he wasn't going to block him because he wasn't going to be there long enough. And then he couldn't like steal because he couldn't lean in, but he just could swipe down on somebody's and they, they guess they call, they call that a block. That's how Dirk got a lot of blocks, but he's, he's That's how he got a lot of blocks. Yeah. He's learning. He's Luca's learning that move. And once he gets that down, like he's just going to be unstoppable. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Uh, another one that you had was was Luca Lob City, and I'm interested to talk about this one because they added a couple rim rollers. I think it's going to be really fun to see Luca be able to throw lobs to more guys than just Dwight Powell. And let's talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the best thing to go check out for all of your job posting needs. If you have a job that you need posted, like you're a hiring manager, you're Katya, and you're like, I got to hire somebody to work for us at Studio 41 to do freelance camera stuff, to be a third host. So like they needed this person and they decided like, all right, well, I guess we have this Isaac guy, but we'll decide, we'll try to hire somebody else to see when they can fill in. They should go to LinkedIn jobs. They help you find the qualified candidate you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown NBA. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown NBA to post your job for free terms and conditions apply again, linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen. Make your second listen. Game to game, NBA, NFL, MLB. We've got this going right now. It's every moment, every top performance, every result. Lockdown Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Lockdown can deliver. This will start for the NBA on Tuesday night. We have real games happening. There will be four games. There will be four teams playing for the NBA, and so we will have all four of those represented. It's going to be on Lockdown NBA and the Lockdown NBA YouTube channel, so go find that. That's game to game. All right, Katya. We're continuing to talk about the most fun things we're looking forward to for the Dallas Mavericks and Luca Lob City. I saw I saw a stat today uh, that Is Talk posted. I don't know if uh, our friend. I, I love stats and I love Is Talk. So Is Talk is great. We've friend of the pod. We've had him on the show before, and he started posting about uh, the most dunks in a season by a Maverick. Um, okay. Do you know who has the number one spot? Most dunks in a season by a Maverick, like all time. All time. Oof. That's tough. Uh, there's not you got to narrow it down. There's not like a ton of names that stick out. This guy won a championship. <laughs> Tyson. Tyson Chandler, number one in 2000. Tyson Chandler played two separate seasons for for the Mavericks, right? The championship yeah. season, and then he came back in 2014 and 15. Both of those seasons separately are the top two uh, most dunks by a Maverick in a season: 179 and 129. Then du- Ooh, I like it. Then du- 179, that's far. Then that's- Dwight last year had 108 dunks. That's the most that's Hi. so that's the most non-Tyson Chandler dunks in a single season by a Maverick. How And Dwight Powell was the most assisted by Luca last season, so Right. La- there we go. Last year, JaVale McGee, he played like what? Like 15, 16, 17 minutes a game for the Suns. He had 201 dunks. No, he had 100 dunks with the the Suns last year which is like would be fourth all time for the Mavericks. He had 201 dunks with the Lakers when he started every game that season. Oh, wow. So 
And then Christian Wood had 120 dunks last year for the for the Rockets. So we're going to see some Lob City this year between Dwight, Christian Wood, and JaVale McGee. I like it. That just got me so hyped up. See, <laughs> I put that on my list just knowing. And especially like how creative Luka can get with his assists. We're going to see some really fun dunks. Between him and the player that just got added to the Mavericks that you're not allowed to talk about yet, Faku Kompazu, uh, th- there's going to be some super fun passes. It's just going to be with this, with the being able to spread the floor with the three point shooting, and then having just having Javale McGee and Christian Wood that I think can catch passes that Dwight Powell can't catch, just because of the length of their arms, the you know the ab- their ability to jump and all that, just and them just being taller than Dwight Powell. Like I think they're going to be able to, to catch them. We've already seen one lob from Luca to JaVale, and I'm just ready to see it over and over and over again. Once they get the timing down, I think it's over. Yeah, and that's like chemistry, right? So it takes a minute to build it, and then once they do, they're just going to know where to be, where to catch those, and then Lob uh, City, baby. Oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> are, are the Mavs allowed to take Lob City? Is that just is that so. only a Clippers thing? <laughs> I, I think it's just a Clippers thing. I, I don't know, but we, we'll have to come up with something. We'll workshop something. Dwayne Price, who I guess is like your coworker over at, at, uh-huh. at Mavs.com, always tweets out alley cats anytime somebody has an alley. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and so I don't know if you can take that and do anything <laughs> with it. But, I'll discuss with that, him. But that's Dwayne's, that's Dwayne's thing. <laughs> that, that and Dwayne's shoes. Those are Dwayne's two things that, that he just... Oh, owns. man. The, the man knows how to dress. <laughs> that he, so. he just owns. <laughs> um, okay, so while we're on that one, though, Faku Campazo is added to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, according to reports, according to reports, and, and uh, here, I'll just... I'll do the... Faku Campazo has officially been, been added to the Dallas Mavericks. It has not been reported yet, so Katya can't uh, talk about it. But he is going to add a level of passing that I think is going to be fun. And this is one of my five things is Composo's passes. You just look through any highlight reel. Uh, I think our friend Panda Hank put together a, a highlight package of, of Composo and just seeing the way that he throws passes. I mean, he and Luca are kind of, I wouldn't say on the same level, but they're on this, they're in the same wavelength as far as passing goes and the way that they can just get creative and the way that they can uh, find guys on and just hit them right exactly where they need to in, in fast break or in half court or anything like that. And I think his passing is going to be super fun. His role, I talked about it briefly on yesterday's episode, but Faku's role is going to be, he's going to be the third point guard. Like he's third string, the same, you know, the same level on the rotation as Dwight Powell and Davis Bertans and uh, J- what Jaden Hardy is right now, kind of on the outside looking in, where Theo Pinson is. Like, that's where he is on the roster. So the people that are complaining about him and saying, oh, he's not going to bring anything to this team, they're not asking a ton out of him right now. If they were able to go get somebody else and, like, a higher level of point guard, then maybe you'd ask a little bit more of him. But right now, I don't think they're going to ask a ton of him. They're going to play him in that role. He's going to be fun to watch. And honestly, he's going to be fun because he's going to be a player that we're going to want to root for. He's going to be dare I say JJ Barea esque like he's he's gonna come in and do some JJ Barea like things and I think that's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun to root for he's a great vibes guy like I think he's gonna get along with that bench unit really well with with Pinson and all them and uh, he played with Luca at Real Madrid so I think that's that's just another uh, area that I think works well so that's what Composo's role is gonna be I'm excited to see him play it he's gonna be part of the Lob City too him and Dwight in garbage time are th- I think are gonna have some fun moments um, and that's good. It's going to be great to see him on the court whenever he does get time. Another one of yours. I'll just say, oh, yeah. insert Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <I> can't, <laughs> can't talk about that. Won't talk about that. Um, another one of yours, Tim Hardaway Jr. being back. This is, we have, 
not talked about this unless on this show, unless we're making the joke that Nico Harrison said he's a free agent edition. Unless we're making that joke, we haven't really <laughs> talked about him a lot. But what are you expecting with Tim Hardaway Jr. coming back? So I'm excited to see how he plays into this new lineup. So he's never played with Spencer. So, so him, okay, you said this to me before, and I didn't put that together. Like before yeah, we hit record, you so, said he's never played with Dinwiddie. No, which I mean, kind of wild to think about because it was just kind of they didn't overlap. We got Spencer after you know after that the trade in February, and Tim had been out since January, so it just didn't overlap. So it's a completely new kind of offense for Tim. So uh, we saw Spencer running the second unit a little bit on Friday, and that kind of allows Tim to go into just his straight shooting guard mode if he is coming off the bench. So I'm excited to see that. His shot was looking really nice. And uh, like Nico says, it's like having a free agent. So <laughs> <laughs> You su- you've sus- subscribe to that, that he's like a free agent? Um. <laughs> Yes and no. So I think he's just excited to get back on the court. Yeah. And I think that that in itself kind of brings that new freshness to it. I think Tim being back on the court along with Dinwiddie, that's the fun thing I'm looking forward to. Because like we've seen Tim before, but Tim can get hot. We saw it against Utah that he can just get hot certain games. And especially if his dad is in the arena, like he'll be he'll be super he'll be playing really well and hitting a bunch of threes. But I think him and Dinwiddie can have a really good chemistry where they're like Tim is running off of off ball screens and they're they have just this rhythm. And you can already kind of see it in the Orlando game and then the Utah game. Those are the only two games both those guys played. You could already see a little bit of that chemistry, and I think that's going to be super fun to watch those guys play together. Yeah, the one thing I noticed was that Spencer Shaw obviously was not, you know, uh, not there for the Utah game, but his assists were there. So he's still creating, and he's still finding ways to create shots for other people. And I think Tim is going to be the beneficiary of that quite a bit this season. Oh, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. The other one, uh, oh, so I'll do this one quick. So I'm looking forward to, and it could be Tim Hardaway Jr. I'm looking forward to, that game, when a Maverick hits seven or eight threes, we had a couple of these last year. Uh, Bullock he against, hit ten and one against the against the Utah Jazz. Bullock hit seven threes in a game in a win. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. hit seven threes against uh, the Raptors in October in a win. Luca five times had seven had seven or more threes in a game. This is just the regular season, and then obviously the one you mentioned in the in the playoffs. Just we're gonna have that game this year, and it's probably gonna happen more often because. Christian Wood also hit eight threes in a game last year for the Rockets against the Wizards in March. And uh, I'm looking forward to one of those games at the AAC where they just go, one of the guys just goes off and they're just so hot. And every three, every extra three that they hit is just a bigger woo from the crowd. I'm ex- I'm excited for Falwell to talk about the string music on the net. Like I'm just excited for all that. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, you know, one of the games, maybe a five, three point game from Christian Wood. He has not been shy in shooting the no. three, and I respect <laughs> it. I mean, that just creates so much spacing. Like, how many options are you going to have? Like, leave the paint empty, he can roll. Leave the perimeter empty, double-team Luca, boom, spacing's there. Give it to, you know, he's even bringing the ball at the court. So just the, the fun and the trust that you're seeing given to him just in preseason, it's giving me, it's giving me a lot of good expectations <laughs> for it. One of your other fun things is a front court addition. That's Christian Wood, like you just said, JaVale McGee. Let's talk about what those guys can bring and what kind of fun things can those guys bring to the court coming up. But before we do, uh, 
I don't have, a, I don't have an ad read. I thought I had an ad read here. But before we do, we'll talk about that coming up. <laughs> oh, I was so professional, Katya. I was so professional right up until that point. We have to we have to start over. We have to start over. <laughs> All over. Take two. Um, the front court additions was another one that you said is going to be a fun thing added to this. What kind of fun things can you see from, I guess, Christian Wood and JaVale McGee, and if there's any others that you want to mention? Yeah, so we've kind of already talked about it, just like the lob threats that are going to be there, but also just seeing what this team can be like as a, you know, restricted area threat. You know, like I've seen JaVale just like get box out and get these rebounds. And it's something, I hate to say it, but it's something so new for me as an fan <laughs> to be like, oh my gosh, it's, we're getting these It's been a rebounds. while. It's been a while since <laughs> they has. got a contested rebound and you're like, oh, oh rebounds. That's how that goes. <laughs> So yeah, just see, just seeing that and then, you know, getting those allows them to get into this quick transition that we got to see a lot during the Utah game. So just creating that faster gameplay, I'm all about it. Let's go. Oh, I'm ready for it. Yeah, I think they're going to get into transition a little bit better because there's going to be stops on one end. Like, we're going to have a center that can block shots. What? They're going to no have way. a center that can block shots. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. And then the, part of them being with Lob City, and then just the way that they can. I think the front court additions. One of the things I'm looking forward to the most is the combinations that Jason Kidd can put together. I'm looking forward to. There's gonna be a time. It hasn't happened yet where it's Javale and Christian Wood together. How do they make that yeah. work? Like when do they go super big? And it's Javale, Christian Wood, Dorian Finney-Smith. Maybe it's Dinwiddie, maybe it's Bullock, and then Luca. Like, that is a huge line. That's everybody 6'8 and above. Like, that's such a huge lineup that they can throw out totally. there. And these two bigs, like, added to, the, added to the, like, the core, Christian Wood's shooting ability allows you to make that happen. And they'll do it at some point, but I don't know when. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. For sure. So Christian looks good at the four, like I've said, mm -hmm. but he's also a five. So it just depends. Like, it's going to make the Mavericks super matchup friendly. You go play in Minnesota that's got Rudy and Kat, then, you know, throw out, you know, Dwight, JaVale at the five and Christian at the four. You go play Cleveland, same thing. And then you go play someone like Golden State, hey, Christian at the five, hit him with the small ball. So it's going to make them super matchup friendly. You don't know what's going to be up, up their sleeves. And I think that just makes them even more dangerous. That's another, that's another good point is that they're going to have different – possibilities and lineup combinations and that makes the season not drag as much where it just feels like we're seeing the same guys over and over again it's just the same look over and over. i think jason kidd's gonna try some different stuff especially early on we're gonna see a bunch of different lineups we've already seen hardy start a preseason game we've already seen like all kinds of different things i think he's gonna try that in the regular season and that just keeps it fun like it keeps it moving keeps different faces and different combinations and all that i think it's gonna be fun uh another one of yours I love this one. When you when you texted this to me today, I was like, oh, this is a good one. <laughs> Dorian Finney-Smith hitting the national stage. Explain why you think that's going to be a thing that happens this year. Okay, so Dorian has been one of my favorite players just forever. His Same. story is amazing, undrafted, goes in the gym, plays hard, puts his head down, and is just a super hard worker. Today he had that epic quote of like, I don't know, man, I just work here. Like, come on. He's got a horse. Like, I just love the dude. He's he's so great. He's, he's got a such a great like. I mean, come on. But his I don't know. I just work here. Just really got me so today. Good. I thought that was hilarious. But um, and he's just been one of those players that you know hasn't been on Sports Center all the time. He hasn't been like a national known name. And last season he went into the season tied with Gary Payton as the only 
players to raise their average points per game and three point percentage in their in five years. Well, guess what? He did it again last year. So now he is the only NBA player to do that. So if you're setting records like that, man, come on. The national stage is calling. He got his extension. He got paid. I, I'm just so happy for the guy. I think he's great. He's coming into his own as an NBA player. Obviously, he led. He almost led the NBA in playoff minutes. Like he's, he's he's coming to his own as an NBA player. Crucial to this team. He's also coming into his own as a personality and as a leader. I remember. Here we go. You ready for this? We talked to Dorian. We talked to Dorian at Media Day, not this past year, but the year before. And he was going into his fifth season. And I said, at what point do you become a veteran? Like, are you there yet? Do you feel like in your fifth season, you're a veteran? He's like, I don't think I'm there yet, but I think I'm close. Like, I think I'm close to there. And then that last season happens where he's like the vocal leader. He's out there in the playoffs. He's, he's the one talking trash this year at media day. He was telling us about how sometimes he talks trash for Luca to the other team. And Luca gets annoyed with him because he talks trash (laughs) on Luca's behalf. But like, He's the guy that he's the glue guy that brings it all together and is the vocal leader of this team. And I think like his coming out party was in the playoffs, just seeing how good he was, but seeing how much of a leader he was on this team. And I'm not ready for the rest of the or the rest of the NBA world to know our guy. Like it, he's been our guy since the since his rookie year. Like I've been rooting for him and hoping that he. I've been rooting for him since he, it was him versus Justin Anderson for minutes. Like that's oh wow. That's we still we started this podcast was his rookie year, and so. He, uh, yeah, we were talking about that at that point. I'm not ready for them to know about him, but he deserves it for sure. I will say Isaac got a Dodo jersey, and I think oh, it's time. I'm going to get one too. It's yeah, time. it's time. It's time. It's- uh, yeah, like you said, I'm just so excited for him to just be, you know, he's been our guy, but he needs yeah. to be everyone's guy because he's a defensive threat, but he also just gets so hot. And now he's like learning to just be confident in a shot. And like, like he said last season, they just tell him to shoot it. And then I remember on Bally's, he uh, he dropped an S bomb. He's like, "Coach just told me to shoot the S out of the ball," and I'm like, "This is my guy. I like it. I like it." <laughs> he also had that quote to Dinwiddie uh, that Dinwiddie talked about on Theo's podcast, "Run Your Race," where he said, "Like, I don't guard LeBron James this whole game for you to not go get a bucket." Like, that's just such a good <laughs> line. He has so many good lines. Uh, he also owns a horse that you mentioned earlier, and you just kind of glossed past it. But I, I don't think we've talked about it enough that Dor- Dorian owns a horse. It's so random. Yeah, so he talked about it a little bit at Media Day. He was like, I wanted to change his name to Peanut, but apparently it's bad luck. So his name's like Sir Anthony something or other, but I just call him Peanut. <laughs> this is my guy. <laughs> the irony of I wanted to call him this, but I'm not, but I can't, but I'm just going to do it anyway. Because it's a, like, that's so funny. I'll have to send you the quote. I have it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, Another one that I'm looking forward to, and we've talked about this a couple times on the show, but the Jaden Hardy inevitable it's inevitable. It's it's Thanos. I am inevitable. Snap. Jaden Hardy leading like a comeback charge in the fourth quarter because the Mavs are, let's say they're down by 20. They're down by 15. Jason Kidd throws in the towel. He's like, all right, it's the second night or the first night of a back-to-back. Let's let's rest some of these guys' legs. Let's sit these guys. And then they throw out Jaden Hardy and Compazzo and Dwight and maybe Davis. And then Jaden Hardy just catches fire. And he just starts bombing threes and starts hitting these shots, these leaners and falling away shots. And he leads the comeback all the way to where there's like two minutes left. And Jason Kidd has to go. All right. Do I put Luca back in the game or do I just leave with the Hardy party going until he just like leads the comeback all the way? I'm looking forward to that game. Cause it's going to happen. And as soon as it does, everybody better tweet me because it's going to be so fun. 
Look, one thing that Jaden Hardy does not lack is confidence. No. And I think confidence goes very far on the court. So if that is the case, I mean, I could totally see that happening as well. And oh. sign the quote. I co-tweet with you on that one. Have you heard the Hardy Party song that a listener sent me yet? I have not. You have to send Hardy, it to me. let's go party. It's the laugh that gets me every time. That's his laugh from our is adorable. That's our, his laugh from our media day interview. It's so funny. Oh my gosh, I love that. Oh, that's great. Uh, shout out to Matt that sent us to that to us. Uh, shout out, Matt. All right, my last one. There will be a point this season where the Mavs are down by like ten. They just look lethargic. Doesn't look like anything's happening for them. Like Luca's, you know, in his head or whatever. Dinwiddie can't hit a shot. Tim can't hit a shot. Christian Woods, like, upset about something. And Jason Kidd needs some way to motivate them. And he can't just do the, like, coach gets a technical because I don't know how much that works. He's going to call Theo Pinson over and be like, Theo, I need you to just, like, stand up for the next, like, 15 minutes. (laughs) Get multiple texts because of the bench decorum rule, the the Theo Pinson rule, and get thrown out. I'll pay your fine. Yeah, I'll pay the fine. Cuban said he'll pay the fine. And they'll throw you out of the game if you get two techs. I need you to get thrown out of the game right here for celebrating too hard. Anytime something good happens. And he's going to get thrown out. The whole crowd's going to know what's happening because we've been talking about this rule all offseason. We've been asking Theo about it. He's going to go. He's going to, like, wave. He's going to go the opposite way across the court instead of going straight to the locker room. He's going to, like, go across and go through the tunnel that way. And it's going to motivate the Mavericks. And it's going to, like, spark a new energy in them. And I'm so excited for that game to happen. There's always just one thing that happens like that where it's just like, boom, and it happens. And then all of a sudden, like, the game completely changes. So I'm saying, like, one of them is going to be, like, a Luka dunk at some point, right? Like, he's just going to dunk, and it's going to be nasty, and, like, the tables will turn. And now we're going to add this Theo thing to the list. Theo Pinson getting thrown out of a game for the Theo Pinson rule? I'm all here for it. I mean, that is poetry right there. <laughs> you couldn't write that better. Is there any others we forgot? Any other fun things that you're looking forward to this season, whether it's, I don't know, stuff at Studio 41 you're doing or if it's stuff in, like, in what's the most fun in-game thing? I'm excited every time Chris Arnold goes, you got time to get something to eat. Like, every single time I oh, hear man, that. Oh, man, I can do it, that whole bit. It sounds and, like it's, yeah. I just feel it's, it's a Mavericks game. Every time I hear Chris Arnold do that bit. Well, I got a plug. I got a plug Studio 41. I'm so excited for all the content that we're putting out. Um, your guy Isaac joins us every Friday. We do the corner three. We'll have to get you on as well to come, come, you know, be a guest on that. I'm ready. And uh, you can go check everything out. It's all on our Mavs YouTube page. And then uh, Bobby should be starting to stream here in the next week or so on twitch.tv, Dallas Mavericks. Go follow us on there. And, you know, we'll be streaming pre-games and then we'll do some hype post-game win streams we just have a lot of fun there and i just love the crew chopper's really done a great job just you know putting everything together and making everything just so amazing and i have a ton of fun just you know hanging out with the dudes chopper took a photo of me where my wife was like that's hot and i was, I was like ah! 
Chop, I was like, Chopper is very talented. If he could, if he could do that in a photo, Chopper gets the angles. He Chopper does, gets the man. angles for sure. He's for sure. Uh, incredible stuff. Yeah, go check out Studio Forty One. Isaac's on there. They're on uh, ninety-seven point one. The Freak. I have to, I, That's right. I love, Saturdays. I love that. That's the name of the radio station. It's so fun. <laughs> They're on that. They're on their YouTube channel. Go check it out. Katya, thanks so much for joining us, guys. Thanks for making Locked On Maps your first listen. Now go make your second listen. Locked On NBA. I'm there on. Thursdays? Yeah, Thursdays. You can check out Jackson Gatlin as interviews with guys on Monday. Every single day is really good for Locked On NBA. Go check it out. It's your daily NBA update in just 30 minutes. Locked On NBA podcast feed and YouTube. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Boom. Bye.